3: And find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
2: It's
1: 90210NG
3: with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
4: Okay, you guys, we are super excited to bring in TC Warner, who played Toby season three of 90210 uh, in some very pivotal um, episodes for me. And here she is. Oh my
3: Yay. gosh. Hi. Hey, Tori, how are you?
5: Well, how are you? Good, good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh.
4: Thank you for coming on and making me feel worse about myself because you have not (laughs) aged a day and it's just not fair.
5: Oh, that's not true. Not true at all. And you look like you haven't aged even a minute.
4: Oh, thank you. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Amy, if you have not met her, our producer and co host. And expert on
2: 90210. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. I have a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes questions to ask you.
4: She's our literal expert and fan. Oh, good. Okay, well, as Amy knows me, like, Obviously, I love 90210 because I was a part of it, and now re-watching it back, I'm now a fangirl, but my heart lies with soap operas, so oh, yeah. I, I just got to say, we have to talk all my children after we talk 90210 because I'm obsessed. Okay. Okay. But anywho. Okay. So you played Toby. So what happened? How did you get that part?
5: So it was a regular audition. My agent okay. submitted me, and it was a the standard process of callbacks and and so on and so forth. And it kind
4: of seemed to us that you guys were kind of coming in, and they were shifting it to other characters that they wanted to keep on, at least in our world. Were, did they tell you how many episodes? Like it ended up being two episodes. Did you think it was going to go on? Obviously, we we're graduating, but you guys could right. have gone on to California University too, just like everybody else. So,
5: <laughs> very true. Uh, they had they had whispered words and nothing in concrete that they were, um, you know, planning on on continuing the story and continuing with. The, with your guys's characters and integrating that with the younger generation, that was the. That's why I was the junior, um, right? The the junior publisher, whatever, uh, newspaper editor, of
2: junior the, editor at large. I don't know. I just yes, made that up. Exactly. Oh, oh, right. Were okay. you going to be the next Andrea Zuckerman? Was that sort of I mean, the, the character arc? Oh, I
5: don't. I don't know that that was. I don't think that. Andrea could be replaced. Um, but no, I think it was just a continuation of the story and that the writers were preparing to expand and, and explore their options.
4: Okay. So we have now heard this from how many people, Amy? that they were trying to bring in other people many younger, many that they were like, okay, we want to continue this storyline. Cause you know, last year they were like, they have one more year. And now this season, okay, they're graduating, moving on to college. And they had, again, you know, whispered that there would maybe be the younger generation. They would keep have two shows. Um, And it didn't happen. I don't know know. why it should have.
5: It. I. I honestly think that they could have kept it going and and still kept all of you guys in check. With you know, generations are are still intact and and the older and younger still blend together and they cross paths and it could have gone on for many many years. The writers were so phenomenal.
0: I agree. Been
5: longer than all my children. I mean. <laughs>
4: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ever compare it to that cuz all my children love, love, love.
5: But, okay.
4: Um I mean, technically, like okay, this was you started in a night to remember, which was the pre- the prom episode Donna gets drunk. We call it Drunk Donna episode. And right. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, Amy, correct me if I'm wrong, Maybe Donna shouldn't have graduated. Maybe she should have gotten held back. And she, for once, could have led the troops and she could have led the spinoff. And then Toby and Donna could have continued it.
5: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Well, in all seriousness, it is interesting how they did introduce us to these characters that were Mm -hmm. more than just background they were more than right. just one offs they were definitely trying to establish these mm-hmm. characters and obviously we'll get into Sean Levy in a second but i do what i wonder is was their intention to have a totally different show that stayed mm-hmm. in high school while the main gang went to college or were they going to sort of maybe they just didn't know do dual where we were still seeing high school life while our oh. our, our old friends went off to college does anyone yeah, know but-
5: that's wow. no, I think that format was would be really really awesome where they had the younger and still had the 90210 going, you know, one episode before the next, you know, one at seven o'clock, one at eight o'clock, right? So,
4: two right, different shows. Like they would like, Melrose place in the yeah a, sense. a spinoff, but yeah, a younger generation spinoff, yes. Although that hybrid show, um,
2: sounded really cool. I mean. <laughs> So I have to bring up, so Sean Levy, who played sort of your, I don't know, classmate, but you know, they sort of introduced us to both characters at the same time, Mm -hmm. who has gone on to do, we've talked about it, all these incredible things, Free Guy, The Adam Project, Night at the Museum, I think he's involved with Stranger Things, so at the, do you have any memories of what he was like at the time? Was he just sort of like a teen actor, or did he know I'm going to be this massive director-producer.
5: No, he's he was very humble, and, you know, we were, we were both kind of shell-shocked to be on the 90210 and sort of didn't know our place, even though everybody, including Tori, was so warm and inviting, would run lines with us and, and do all that stuff, um, but he was extremely funny and very comical. Oh, had really? A, 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 yes. Had a great mm. sense of humor. And I don't know now, now that I'm thinking of it, Tori, do you remember it was a wardrobe, uh, call it an issue, but it was very funny because I had wardrobe had put me in a top that was, it, it looked like it made it look like we had two frames of, of my breasts, you know, two things. What? Like, yeah. Do you remember this? No, refresh my okay. memory. <laughs> oh, Jason my and and Luke looked at it and I remember gabrielle Gutierrez <laughs> looked at it and went um and we were getting ready to roll camera and they went um wardrobe uh what do you think of her shirt on camera? What do you mean it little, literally looked like I don't remember what it like... exactly was, but it, it it almost looked like a, a shirt that had and I don't know if they were pockets or what they were, but they were definitely like big
2: buttons on. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: I
4: don't remember this. Oh
2: my goodness! Wait, I love that the it was the cast that called it out. And no one else. Like saw not it. one director, writer, producer.
5: The cool thing about it was the cast really protected each other, and and they they looked over and they went um, wardrobe, we might rethink TC's uh, shirt. And they changed it out right there on set. And it was, I, I was like, thank God, because, you know, I'm, I'm new. I don't have any say. I'm like, okay, I'll wear that shirt. But you realize you were like, uh, yeah, there's something just, here. You, know, you just go with the flow. And they, they looked at it and, and went, um, yeah, she might need some help here. And wardrobe went, oh, dear God. <laughs> and they changed it right away. But yeah, the cast was really, really cool on that. Um, and there was a lot of camaraderie. There wasn't any pretentious, don't talk to me, I'm so-and-so or anything like that. There was no no drama and everybody was just super, super
2: nice. So do you guys think it's weird? Not, that was the case, right? So you come into this show and you're having this real life experience. Why do you guys think, Tori, you as the person involved, TC as the person that came into it, the media loves to make it seem totally different. How does it go from that experience to then we hear these, you know, I'm not telling tales, but Jessica Alba had a very different experience and that Mm -hmm. she's talked about. So it's like, how do we know what the reality was? You're telling us the, the press makes it often seem totally different feuds and hierarchy and
5: yeah, I don't. I don't think that that was that was not my perception. I call it the red carpet syndrome, where that's not real in uh, anybody who lasts in this industry. It's it, you have to have some level of being humble and realizing that you're a human. You're portraying humans, so you better have a human aspect to you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and you've got some far fetched idea that you're going to walk in and, and you've got this vibe about you that that energy spills over and people run quickly from it. And uh, when I came onto the set, there was, you know, there was a hallway and everybody had their dressing rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doors were open. It was a basketball thing down at the end. Everybody was playing and talking with each other. And, and it was very, very welcoming. It wasn't, there was no level of, of, Pretentious, which which I really liked, and I, I worked on films and so forth where there was the "don't talk to that person" right. kind of uh, you know level going around, but that wasn't the case on Nine or Two and O, and it was far from the case on All My Children, mm-hmm. and it was really really nice. It was there was a lot of camaraderie, and and it's very hard to make friends in in Hollywood if you will or in the film industry because everybody tends to take off and they start a project or they get you know caught in something and they start to do their own thing and and not keep in touch with anybody so it's very cool to have a a family type setting where you're seeing that person face to face even though you all have your own private lives you all have your own private right. projects going on and and so forth you still come together and look each other in the eye and say how are you and the answer is not doing just fine and walking on it's mm-hmm. oh this is going on and you actually communicate with people so it was really nice it was it was um i guess misleading <laughs> <laughs> to what really hollywood is like but Why yeah, I, it-
4: you. I came from saved by the bell right before 90210 and i was recurring but that first day on set where they were it was the same thing they were a family they were established they worked day in day out they were each other's lives and walking onto that set was super scary and some people were amazing and some people weren't and it stayed with me who (laughs) right i'll I'll text you after who was
2: who was wonderful can you say that? Elizabeth
4: Berkeley was the kindest human. Wow. And she literally, I just saw her recently and I and we've been friends off and on for the whole time since for 30 years. And I said, you know what? I still carry it with me. You taught me how to be in this industry. Because wow. of the experience that you gave to me, I went on to pay it forward. On nine oh two one oh, I always was nice to guest stars because I know it is so scary. Um, it and it can make or break, you know, your performance or how your whole. So it's so important. And I to this day, I'm still like
2: that. Um, so I thanked her. That's such an interesting thing you just said there, Tori. And I want to know if TC feels the same. You just said it can make or break your performance. Absolutely. So that's so interesting that that talk about that. I would love to hear about that from both of you, that it is so important, the behind the scenes to doing your best work.
5: Well, really, really quickly. So a story about Luke Perry. I had I was the first day on the set and I, something happened with my car and I went, oh, um, my!" he asked and uh, I said, my my car broke down. I, I got a ride from a friend. He said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll pick you up. And every day going to the set, he swung by in his little no. mini Bronco and, no. and picked me up and took me to the set. So it was very cool. It was it was just, you know, he told me his story with Aaron Spelling and and he, he was the oh one who gosh. said, you know, everybody on this set is very cool and they're, you know, they're very approachable and and all that. And I, I believed him in the, until I saw it and I was like, hi, Tori. And she like, hi, how are you? Welcome. And the whole wardrobe mishap and everybody was really a family. There there wasn't any spats or anything oh like that. Oh, my
2: gosh, that's such an amazing story.
6: Look, we all know that healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. SonoBello can help. SonoBello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that SonoBello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sono Bello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash O-M-G. That's sono, Bello, B-E-L-L-O, dot com slash O-M-G. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving.
4: I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and
6: cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas and uncompromising standards. And their
4: bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products
6: and funds to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at ThriveCosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics,
4: C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order.
6: How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer
4: a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian
6: cashmere sweaters for $50.
4: Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops,
6: and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering
4: directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and
6: passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a
4: super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable.
6: It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
4: How would you like to look five years younger? or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Do you remember any of the story he told you about my dad? I just love to hear like any any anecdotes about my dad obviously. Yes. I miss him and I miss Luke dearly, so it's nice to hear.
5: So he said his his start was Aaron Spelling had you know there was he was feeling like he wasn't really being accepted or considered in a lot of things and Aaron Spelling really extended himself and believed in Luke and put himself out there for Luke Perry. And, and I, you know, I was in awe. I was like, how, how does that happen? How does that miracle of connection actually begin? And Luke said, Aaron Spelling was one of those people who, but when he believed in people, he put everything out there for him. He overextended himself greatly and, and he really made Luke Perry. So I, it's just, it's another one of those things that extends down and says, I'm walking into something that I would really appreciate being accepted to. I won't make that expectation, but I certainly would hope one day that I could be part of, of this whole, And I just remember his stories about he had come across quite a bit of rejection, like many of us. And your dad just said, don't stop. I'm behind you. Mm -hmm. You can do this and it'll happen. Just keep, keep pushing forward.
4: It's nice to hear someone else tell the story. I I believe I've told the story from behind the scenes with my dad hearing it happen, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if Luke and I ever talked about that story. So it was nice that he told you and I got to, to hear it from his perspective. That meant a lot to me, but, um, yeah, yeah, I, I remember my dad saying this, this is the guy, this is who I want. Fox was not sold. Um, we, we both know this. It's typical when you go in, you test, you know, three people. And he said, "I'm only testing him. I'm bringing him." And they said, "That's not done. We need two other people to uh-huh. come in." And um, and he said, "No, it's just him. Um, he's testing for it, and this is who it's going to be. We're casting him. And if you don't believe in him, then I will put forth my own money and pay and and pay his fee." Like he
5: mentioned that as well. He said uh, that your dad uh, believed in. Pay his, his fee. Money. We don't say fee, but you know what I mean. Sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so used to being an influencer now. Damn it.
5: <laughs> financially supported Luke yes. Perry.
4: Yes. He said it, he would personally
5: pay for him. Yes. And and he Luke was very I, I think I, you know, our conversations were more around how did you start? How did you get here? Uh what what's your story and and all that. Um and I shared my stories and stuff like that. So there was um, and I think that was right at the time when he was—he wasn't married yet. He was just in the relationship with his wife, and he was telling me Many, all about yeah. her and and all, all that good stuff. So it was good conversation. It was very open and willing to share personal things that. Did long you long know
2: day. him before? No. Oh my. No. I- Gosh, this story is incredible. So this is just how he was. Like, you're yes. you're on this set. You now belong.
5: Right.
4: Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Who, who so was that's the first person, was. person on set that you met? Was it Luke? Was that the first person? Or do you remember who it, you... It was Luke. It was Luke.
5: And, okay. and then it was Jason. And then uh, Gabrielle. And... um. And then obviously wardrobe and, and so forth. But, and then playing basketball, which I am horrible at, has nothing to do with my height deficiency (laughs) Has everything to do with that basketball basket was not high up. It was just on the door and I still couldn't make the basket, but they let me play.
4: Oh Oh my my gosh. gosh. You, you and Jason would have been such a cute couple. Wouldn't we? That would have been
5: good. Just don't tell my husband. No. Oh, oh. And I,
2: I meant on the show, but real life
0: too. I know, I know, I know. know. Wait, okay. So I have
2: to ask. So in our timeline right now, we have just finished watching the prom episode. And I don't think it's a spoiler that we know what's coming is Donna Martin graduates, which I think you could argue is one of the most iconic episodes of 90210 Two One Zero in the ten-year run, what is it like to be a part of that episode?
5: It was pretty amazing. There was—I remember Ian and, and everybody—and they're all out on the the steps, and and I remember some of the lines when we were talking about editing the the paper and stuff. Were there was the word "This is an appropriate epitaph," and I. For some reason, epitaph the word epitaph would not it, it just epitaph <coughs> surface. and I don't know what word I was saying, epitaph or something weird um and and there was this this uh scramble of do we are we pushing for the right thing? Are we saying you know, donna Martin is an example to all the rest of the junior class and the sophomores and the freshmen. And she got drunk at prom. And is this appropriate? And do we let her get away with this? And, you know, what's the consequence and then everybody out on the, the steps. And it was hot that day. I remember, Oh wow. um, it, you know, doing their, their chant of Donna Martin graduates. and And do we get behind her or is my character the kind of, steadfast on no we have to do right by society and be an example and not let her graduate you know that kind of thing or do I go with everybody else and, right. and my hope was Let's I don't remember
4: what happens we don't spoil it no I'm just <laughs> I don't right. know what happens no one's but, seen I mean it. I know what happens but I don't know what your character decided and that word I can't imagine ever saying that word that I would freak out I'd be like uh
5: so
4: do you remember uh, what they were actually chanting outside that was not Donna Martin graduates?
5: Am I mm. allowed to say this?
2: Yeah. Uh, yes, you yeah. are. <laughs> Definitely. Tori, you're testing me now.
4: <laughs> I'm not, I swear. I no, think we've told us. this. Ian has told the story on the show, correct? Oh, He has. Yes. Okay.
5: It wasn't graduates. Oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was um is this an age appropriate audience? Yes. It was started with the letter m
4: <laughs> tc it was
5: masturbates. Thank Don you. <laughs> masturbates. I'm not gonna be the one you, to say that Do you that? remember
4: who started? I don't. That?
2: I don't. But I it was either not. Jason. It was
4: either Jason or Ian, but
2: is there footage somewhere of everyone? There must
4: be. Who oh, we has that? that? Oh, we should. You know what? Uh, Larry Mullen, yeah. who was the one of the producers, uh-huh. he has tons of behind the scenes dailies. So I wonder if he has that. Somebody must. That would be so funny. It's been
2: plenty of time.
5: it, it was. It. it was very clear.
2: So um, were you recognized for a long period of time from that episode?
5: Yes. Uh, and I, I think when you live in Los Angeles, everybody thinks that they're famous. So you can go to the grocery store, and it, nobody will bug you because they think that you should be recognizing them. So it's quite you know, a <laughs> yeah. luxury to live in in Los Angeles. Anywhere outside of of LA, yeah. I would, I you know my I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and so I would come back and visit family and and so forth and immediately it, it was are you are you're Toby aren't you toby are not you are not you Toby Monday. on 9020? And I would kind of be caught off guard because I'm not used to that. And I'd only done several TV movies and and stuff like that. I'd done I'd done a a bit, but um not to be recognizable as somebody so such as a staple. So I would, you know, they would, they would ask me, are you, are you pushing for her to graduate? Are you not, what (laughs) (laughs) What is Martin doing? What is she doing? And and wanting the inside scoop and stuff like that. And then they'd say, oh, good job. You know, you did a great job, that kind of thing. And then they'd ask for my autograph and they'd ask me to sign it TC as Toby. No. Yeah.
4: Right. 90210 Whoa. fans always want you to put your character name after your name. Really? Yes. That's a yeah. big deal. Wait. So to ah. this to this day, I sign every... Sometimes I forget and I'm like, oh, you're younger. You recognize me from like Scary Movie 2 or something. I always know people's ages by what they recognize me from. Right. Um, But our generation, I always write Tori's spelling and then write Donna, like
5: a.k.a. Like,
4: Donna yeah Donna no and then way. put 90210 afterwards they, it's very important to them
2: especially so collectors funny. I think I just saw um Henry Winkler signing some things and he does include the fonts, I think sometimes so that makes yeah. sense they love it yeah oh my god and do you do you both think that's cool
5: oh I do I think it's cool. It makes them happy, which makes me happy. So I like to, you know, that's the feeling I get from it is that if they're happy, that makes me happy.
4: For sure. But then you went on to be very recognizable as <laughs> Kelsey and all my children. And so then the they were like, Toby, who? Right. right?
2: <laughs> Wait, both of you started so young. What is, you know, people always talk about like, oh, that's so hard or you didn't have a life or you didn't have a prom or high school, whatever. What is the best part for both of you of starting work and in this profession so young?
5: Go first, Tori.
4: (laughs) I don't know because I don't know any difference. Right. Like I grew up doing it. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to even answer that. Cause I don't know what life would have been like if I hadn't started so young. It's
5: yeah. So uh, for me, um, it was, I it came to a point where I realized I was married to the industry mm-hmm. because you had to pay so much attention to that and put that as a priority and anything and everything, every decision you made, every plan, every trip, every, everything. Mm-hmm. Every school that you went to, every everything. So I I went on and and got an undergraduate degree in film with producing, directing, writing, editing, and sound. And then wow. I went on to get a, a master's in business administration. My, I started an interdisciplinary master's. Oh my in, goodness! In computers and art, and that turned out to be an argument between two departments because computers and, and art do not. Blend. They both have their own opinions of, of what a master's degree should be. And that was uh, specializing in more of the new medium of digital and, and so forth. And so then I changed. That was like too long of a uh, process and ended up being like an $11 an hour job. So mm-hmm. I moved over to a business administration with an emphasis in marketing. And so those two, just every decision that you make is surrounding this industry and what you want out of it. And, um, and so every, every effort that I put forth goes that way. And of course, right now, my focus is my family and my, Mm -hmm. my kids. I have two adopted kids and my husband and, and so on. How old are they
2: now?
5: They're eight and 10. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're wonderful. They're my life. Yeah. And so what was it like? It it was honestly like a marriage. You mm-hmm. have to be fully committed to what you're doing. And if you don't have that true passion in you, don't waste your time. Wow. And don't waste other people's time. Wow. Can I go back and change
4: my answer after hearing <laughs> that? <'Cause laughs> powerful. You, just, you just, right. just blew me away. Like everything you just said, I was like, oh, Wow, that is yeah, very amazing. Very well Thank you. And you, and what word couldn't you say? Epitaph. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: yeah.
6: <laughs> Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work. You could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sono Bello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit Sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono Bello B-E-L-L-O.com slash O M G. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities.
4: Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and
6: Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com
4: to book your cabin.
1: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
4: In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars.
6: But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set the dark side of kids tv an id true crime event starts
4: sunday at 9 on id and stream on max
2: so would you would you rate your 90210 experience as a a good marriage at that time
5: absolutely and i wanted it to continue so badly so badly it was you know it was a a a flavor of the best of the best.
2: Oh, it was. That's so nice to hear.
5: Did you keep in touch with Sean Levy? Oh no, I haven't. Really. Um just here and there, you should have. Yeah, oh, I
4: know everybody should have. We all should
5: have. <laughs> I,
4: I know, right? I did think he was cute when he was on the show. Did
0: you
2: think that was funny, TC, when you because there was obviously a gap between the time you worked together and he became sort of this, you know, very prolific director and high profile person in entertainment. Did you go, wait a minute? Did you ever have that moment where you're like, I think that dude was in the classroom with me at the school paper. Remember 902 and <laughs> um
5: No, but I could see it in him. He's, oh. he's very, he was extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. He was very intelligent. He was, um, he, was, he didn't fit the category of uh, the very, I guess, the stereotype of actor-model type. Um, he, his brain was always going. I mean, always. He was saying, oh, you should do this, you should do that, without you know, unrequested wow. uh, advice. And, and he, his mind was always going on what he wanted to do and where he wanted to go. I loved hearing that.
4: Did he say he wanted to direct and produce?
2: Oh, yeah. He did. Wow. Yeah. So he knew.
4: Yeah.
2: It's so interesting. My takeaway from this conversation, which is, has, has, is so unexpected, I wasn't yes. expecting it to go no. this way, is, this is great. there is something what? that you know immediately for you all when someone in this show business has it. Because it sounds to me like, like your dad, Tori, knew from moment one with Luke. Yes. Right. This guy's got it. And TC saying the same thing about Luke and Sean. Like these people, there's something s- star-like about them.
5: Yeah, they're always yearning to move forward. And and I I'm I'm always one, anything around the film industry to me is solution-oriented. And And for me, even going to film school, when I when I graduated, I went, you know what, I learned that there's a ton of problems to be solved. And, you know, to walk away with a film degree and say that is uh, the story of life in this industry is there's always going to be a problem that has to be solved. And if people stay stuck in the problem and want to whine and complain, oh, well, because of this and this and this, nobody wants to hear those. They want us to hear more so how you're working towards the solution. What are you doing to fix mm. it? There's always going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be an obstacle. And if there wasn't an obstacle, nobody would be doing it because there's no obstacle.
4: Mm. Is it too late for me to go to film school? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was supposed to go to USC and I wanted to uh-huh. major in film. I wanted – I wanted to be a writer and producer like that was my end goal still is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I deferred the first year at USC to because the show kept going and we didn't know. And then I went to California University on TV and never <laughs> went to college in real life. And now I don't have a film degree. <laughs> and now I'm at the point where it's like, gosh, you know, would I be taken more seriously if I had that to back it up? You know, like when people are like, oh, OK. When you, because I create projects a lot, but you know, they, why am I not considered, you know,
5: a writer as well? Um, Well, I don't know. I see you more as an executive, one who has such full knowledge of everything. And a good executive is going to hire qualified people and then let them do their job. And true. If, if you've got, Uh, a project in mind, you're the kind of person and personality and drive that will actually execute it and make it happen. And even if you went to film school today, I'm not saying don't, absolutely do if you want to. All of the new mediums that are out there those are things that you'll be taught, right? When I was in film school, it was the time where it was still celluloid. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. it was online and offline blending in. And that's why my interdisciplinary masters didn't really work because now you have everything in the digital medium and you have the quality and ease and convenience of doing that, that Your your education would be shortened by a lot, but you've already got the life experience and there's no better training than on the job training. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've already got a lifetime of that, Tori.
4: But I I do think like a producer, so it would make a good reality show, though.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, Wait, before we go, what's your favorite memory of the 90210 experience that you have?
5: I think my favorite memory was just being greeted by everybody. Walked down the hallway mm-hmm. in on set on the, the soundstage and everybody just saying, oh, hi, hi, I'm so-and-so and extending their arm. Where You know, you're sort of going, I don't know if I should kind of duck and not look at them or, you know, and they were all just like, hi, who are you? Mm-hmm. So it was it was their inviting way of allowing me in and making me feel comfortable in a in new ground that I was walking on and and just the camaraderie of mm. the talent and dedication that everybody had
4: you did have the luxury though of first appearing in the newsroom right so you got right. to work with the nicest of the nicest <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, oh, so that true. that was good um but yeah and that translated it really did because your character toby and sean levy's character howard really mm-hmm. automatically felt like they were part of the group yeah it like, yes. felt like you weren't like oh jarred by new characters it was like oh yeah we believe they go to school together and they've worked together now even though they're you know juniors and and we were seniors but wait sophomore or junior 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 uh, as junior, junior, um, yeah. So that is awesome. Wait, uh, what? Do you have anything in the in the work in the works? That was such a. Uh,
5: I do. I have a feature film that we shot okay. during COVID. Interestingly enough, called "The Man Who Thought That He Was Salvador Dali," and, oh, no way. and that's with Philippe Mora, uh, who did Mad Dog Morgan, he did Communion, Brother, Can You Spare a Dime, and it, it's really about the man who thought that he was salvador dali um <laughs> i played tessa crush a rent and she interviews this man who thinks that he is salvador dali and it it it's a very creative way of investigating whether salvador dali had a sadistic side to him or or not i mean artists are artists and and it it's it's still in production now it's tying up and going to go into post very soon
2: if anyone's in their car go, or not you shouldn't do this and drive but if anyone's googling salvador dolly <laughs> i am also oh <laughs> i knew i knew he was someone important wait is
4: this based on a real man that actually thought he was salvador dolly or no no completely fictional okay
2: yeah
5: yeah so I'm working on that and that's um, great.
4: I want to see that. Yeah. That sounds definitely. fascinating.
5: And then the other thing that I'm working on is a documentary that I'm uh, doing on Charlie Pete and Charlie Pete happens to be my uncle. Um, and he's got, he, he's just, he comes from a family line of railroad executives, if you will and he's had life adventures that many authors have approached him and um lots of people have said I really want to tell your story i mean everything from running the trans amazon 9000 mile race on a on a harley and becoming number 2 in harley's toughest riders um to building airplanes a car collection crashing two planes training uh bear, fostering a black bear. And I mean, the stories go on and on and on. So I approached him and said, Charlie, we're telling your story and I'm going to do it. And he looked at me and he went, okay, let's do it. So we're just in production on that.
2: I stand by my comparison of TC to Andrea Zuckerman. I stand by that. Very (laughs) smart.
4: Very smart. How easy or hard was it to get that project made? Once you decided you wanted to do it, he was like, I want you to tell my story.
5: The prep work for it goes hours and hours and hours. It's a lot of writing and a lot of just structuring on what it's going to look like. The hard parts that I get stuck on is the formatting because you've got to create a, uh, a seamless um, lead motif, if you will, of what that is going to look like. And that's where I, I am right now. I've got the stories all laid out. I'm going back to Wyoming to, to do more filming and, um, we've got a lot of footage, but it's putting it together and having that look seamless, and um, and and what that looks like overall. I mean, these stories go for we've we've got endless hours of his stories of his life. He's ninety years old now. Oh my
4: gosh! Yes,
5: yeah, so it's it's getting time to we've got to do this and we've got to do this now. Yeah. So it's timely and. One thing he said was it's called Thank God. And a lot of his adventures and situations that he was in, he survived and is here today because of his belief in God and how he he has used that as his solution to many situations that he's been in. And I don't know how you can crash your own plane twice and walk out, but and the planes that he built. So That's, you know, it's a story that has to be told. And it's right now in putting it all together and making it look very and feel very seamless. That's the tough part about it.
4: Wow. I thought I just loved you because you were pregnant with Bobby Warner's baby. That's an an All My Children reference for anyone that hasn't seen her on All My Children. Um, But it goes so far beyond that. T.C. Warner, you are amazing and fascinating. I could literally listen to you speak all day.
5: Thank you so much for reconnecting me with you.
2: Everybody get ready because this was our preview to Donna Martin Graduates. Uh, That is something in the air. I think the episode sounds something in the air. Can't
4: wait to watch it. Thank you, T.C., so much.
2: Thank you, Tori.
4: Thank you, Amy.
5: Thank you, everybody else, for listening in. Bye, guys. Yeah. I love that Luke story. That was amazing.
4: He picked her up for work. And he work. was in the height. That was the height of Luke Perry was everything.
2: He picked her up for work every day. Every day. A person he forever. just met because they yeah. weren't on the show. But that was him. That that's was him in, in a nutshell. That, did,
4: that story right there described him
2: perfectly. That is unbelievable. I need to be that nice. Ooh, I'm not sure I would do this. <laughs> LA's got a lot of traffic. (laughs)
4: Maybe not as much back then. A little bit less.
2: Love you. Talk to you later.
4: Okay, love you.
3: and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
1: You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding.